Obviously, I don't think it's going to be possible to keep hitting 600, but if I could stay there, I could stay there. So just going and go win the last game in May. Welcome to episode 223 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. While we didn't actually get a chance to meet at the Prairie Baseball Academy annual banquet earlier this year, it was hard not to notice Carter Clairehout. The six foot, 235 pound Red Deer product isn't just a physical presence, but seems to always be smiling. And if he knew at the time just how good he'd be this spring, that smile would probably be even bigger. At one point, the first baseman was flirting with 600 and has settled in at 483 with three homers and 19 RBI in 20 games. It's a fantastic follow-up to his 2022 season where he hit 356 with seven dingers and 45 RBI in 32 games. But PBA fell short of winning the league championship last year, and that's ultimately what is fueling the Southern Arkansas University commit, who joined us for a great chat a couple of weeks ago. Carter, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. You are on a tear to start the year. As we record this, you're hitting 559, 10 doubles, 3 homers, 18 RBI in 16 games. How are you feeling, though, about how things are going? Uh, Obviously, uh, the production's there from myself, but the team is producing as well. Uh, The pitching staff has really helped out this year. Obviously, not only myself, but the team is off to a hot start. Um, And yeah, it feels awesome to just step in the box and think I'm going to get a hit every time. It's it's really nice. And uh, no, it's good that we're off to a hot start, though. What's been key to your personal success so far? Um... I think this off season, I'm more focused on becoming more of a complete hitter rather than just a power hitter like I was last year. Uh, obviously, Coach Mack and Coach Hub, I can't speak enough what they got for my my career and my swing, and they just helped me out so much and pushed me to be better. Even though I'm hitting what I am, they still think I can be a better hitter, which is speaks levels to what they do with the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I know it's still early on in the season at the midway point, at least. And But how cool is it to see yourself at the top of all these different categories, whether it's batting average or home runs or RBI at this point of the season? Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, obviously, like Miguel Cabrera had that triple crown season way back then. But I, as a hitter, I looked at it when I was younger to see a superstar hit like that um, and just kind of be in the situation he was in is really cool. Uh, obviously, I got to keep it going. We're not done yet, but it, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It might feel weird to say this, but you're one of the veterans on the team now. How important was it for you to be a difference maker this season and show the way for maybe some of those younger guys on the roster? Yeah, I, I kind of felt the nerves last year in my first few weekends just being it's my first two weekends of college baseball. So I I kind of knew I had to step up and be a leader and show guys that uh, what it takes to succeed in this league and what kind of pitching is going to be thrown at us and what you can expect. Heading into the year, did you have any expectations or goals that you had laid out for yourself? Uh, not me personally. Uh Obviously, the goal is to win a championship here at PBA every year, and we're looking forward to 
having a good shot at that in May here. Mm-hmm. As a team, Coach Hubka said that there was a bit of a bitter taste in your mouths after last year's CCBC final. How important was it to get off to a hot start and assert yourselves as the team to beat? Um, yeah, that I don't ever want to feel that again, to be honest, and neither does the rest of our team. Um, to get off to a hot start was good. Showed everybody that it wasn't a fluke that we were there in the final and show them that we're going to win it this year and we want to win it this year. Mm -hmm. And obviously that is the goal, but how do you get there? What's different from last year's team that you think is going to translate well heading into uh, the end of May here? Um, I would say it's our pitching staff and our defense. We got a lot better defensively. Uh, Coach Miles Fletcher has been working with the infields all the time. Uh, as a PBA alumni, he knows what it takes to win a championship there. And our pitching staff, I can't even begin to describe what the difference this year. Um, I think we've already thrown three, four shutouts this year, and we had one last year. So just to put that in perspective and show that our staff got older, and it's a little bit deeper this year, which helps out, especially during that tournament-like setting you can have more than two guys that can throw for you and trust and you trust during that tournament. How important is it going to be from the team perspective to not take this early season success for granted and make sure that you don't take the foot off the gas in the last few weeks here? Uh, yeah. Um, especially after yesterday, we uh, ended up splitting with TRU this past weekend and uh, coach hub wanted to make that very clear that that is not acceptable. Uh, we want to take, we want to win every series this year and want to win the last game in May. And we need to start playing like we're going to win the last game in May right away here. So, uh, it's been good having the success, but we can definitely still play better. And we're looking forward to doing that in the second half here. On a personal level, have you set any new goals or do you have anything in mind that you'd like to accomplish as you head towards the end of May? Um, obviously just keep being a leader for our team. Um, I keep doing what I'm doing for the most part. Obviously I don't think it's going to be possible to keep hitting 600, but (laughs) if I could stay there, I could stay there. So, uh, just going and go win the last game in May. Mm -hmm. Let's go back in time a little bit here and talk about your roots in baseball. You grew up in Red Deer. We're part of the Minor Baseball Association there. Tell us a little bit about your beginnings in the game and how you got involved in the first place. Uh, so basically, as soon as I was born, I was around baseball. My dad played for the Red Deer Riggers in town for probably 13, 15 years, something like that, maybe even more. I don't even know he was that old still playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I basically, I had a plastic bat and plastic tee and was hitting when I was one years old. So um, I'd been around it forever, all thanks to my dad, and I wouldn't be here without him. Um, And the minor baseball program in Red Deer was really good. Got me into some serious baseball, some competitive baseball. And then in my grade 12 year, I got along with uh, the St. Joe's Baseball Academy and uh, Jason Chatwood, and he really helped me out as well to develop and get to PBA now. Mm-hmm. So, You speak about your father. Did he put any pressure on you and your brother to play the game, or did he let you follow your heart every step of the way? 
Um, judging by the fact that I'm left-handed and I caught my first 12 years, probably says <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he didn't. He wanted us to choose the game, but you know, deep in his heart, he wanted me to play, and uh, I couldn't think of enough for pushing to play the game that I love now. Mm-hmm. Were you a multi-sport guy growing up, or was it all baseball all the time, right from the get-go? I, I played hockey competitively up bantam and then i just played like house league because i had fun with that played some school sports i actually really liked playing high school handball mm. that was really fun but yeah mostly just baseball at once i got to like the age of 16 did you have a fate you mentioned miggy so i'm kind of curious if this is going to be the answer but did you have a favorite player or maybe a team growing up uh so my favorite team when i was growing up was the blue jays uh because my dad's favorite team as well. And then when I was younger, I looked at Miggy and uh, Bullholz, but now that's probably Mike Trout or even uh, Bo Bichette and Vladdy. They're mm-hmm. real, they can freaking hit the ball anywhere. Mm-hmm. When did it turn for you when you realized that it was more than just a game that was fun to play and maybe you could chase it at the college level? Um, probably is the first day I showed up to St. Joe's. Um, kind of just was more, it was a switch that kind of was more than a game. It was more that it was like, okay, we're getting ready for college and Carter, you can do this. It's what Jason kind of said to me as soon as I got there. And, uh, ever since I was 12, I always dreamed of playing college baseball at a high level, but I didn't think it was going to be a thing until I got there. St. Joe's and it really helped me out. What was it about St. Joe's and Chatwood that that really kind of set you on that path? Was there anything specifically that really kind of got your mind going this is possible? Um, I guess it was like first day of testing. I I don't know why, but it just everything kind of showed that I was in the upper echelon of players there and it kind of showed me that I could do it. I um, lots of chats with Jason as well. Mm-hmm. You had the PBA. What's that program meant to you? I I can't I can't even put it into words. It's been awesome. Uh, I've been here for three years now, and I it was the best decision I ever made. Um, Coach Hub and Coach Mack, they're awesome. They push you to the best person and player you could be, um, and help me get to where I am today. And it and the guys here are just—it's just a gr- collective group that just wants to get better, and all has a collective goal to win a championship. At not only as a team but as a group of just guys that want to push each other to be the best players they could be. One of the first times I saw you in person, I didn't get to stop and say hi, but you were at the uh, banquet back in in February there and uh, saw you smiling from ear to ear as you accepted your 4.0 GPA. What's been the key to being able to be not just a successful ball player, but obviously a pretty good student too? Uh, The main thing I would say is time management. Um, Obviously, you want to get in the cage every day and get in the gym to work out and get better as a baseball player but you got to take care of your school as well and pba they like to say education comes first or take care of school all the time and uh school comes first baseball second and 
we pushed that in the first semester, main, most importantly, and even now as well. Just finishing up here, I got finals this week, but yeah, it's been it's been a good time management adjuster for me in the real world, I guess. <laughs> so what are you taking in school? Uh, I'm going to be a bit, I, I got my business management diploma this past fall, and I'm going to go for my degree as well. So if baseball, let's say the dream for baseball comes to an end, what's your next dream? Um, probably bit like just run a business or even be a social media marketing person. I guess I've done that for, uh, for the Bulls this past summer. That was a really fun job just doing the Instagram there. So I really like doing the social media part of marketing and Marketing really I like because it's creative, so hopefully I can get a job into that. Very cool. I was also going to ask about um, the influences that you have aside from the game. Obviously, you mentioned your dad, but one of the other first people that I saw when I was uh, at the banquet happened to be your mom who was standing in the way trying to get a photo of you as you accepted your, your GPA award. Uh, how much of an influence is she, whether it be on or off the ball field? Well, she's probably the reason why I got that 4.0 because she's just yelling at me to get school done all the time. Uh, but, yeah, she's been awesome. Uh, she 100% supports me going after baseball. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better mother. She loves me and loves my brother as well, and she's always pushing us to be the best people we can be and uh, driving us to have success, me, baseball, Spencer, in hockey and it's it's awesome and obviously you're doing that in spades back in november you announced you're continuing the baseball dream at southern arkansas university Uh, what attracted to uh, what attracted you to that program in the first place um so i played summer baseball with uh brandon nickel who went to southern arkansas so that's when i first heard of the school and then uh coach mac helped me out with the recruiting process and I kind of went to him in the fall and said, hey, Coach Mack, are we going to get a school? And he's like, I'll find you one. And as soon as I, he phoned me, he was like, Carter, don't worry, I found the school. That's it. And as soon as I picked up the phone, I knew it was the right fit. Very cool. What is it about that program that uh, that you liked when you, you finally kind of looked it up on the web or have you been for a visit, that kind of thing? Yeah, we went down there in uh, October and I just – everything about it was just it kind of was we're here to play and we're here to be competitive they're number 11 i think in division two baseball right now and they're they're a great program um had a good history as well and their coaching staff really stood out to me that's what made me kind of dot sign on the dotted line was the coaching staff coach capels and coach Pettigrew. they they really drew me into there is it sort of unreal in your mind to think that, hey, this thing that you started in Red Deer transferred over to PBA and Lethbridge, and now you're going south of the border to continue your dream? Yeah, like I said earlier, it's a it's a dream come true. Uh, I I couldn't be happier about it. I I've been pushing for this for years now, and I it it's happening. I I can't still believe it. And as soon as I show up there, I'm going to be completely mind boggled and nervous and it's just the game I love and I finally got to fulfill my dream but uh hopefully the 
it's not done there in Arkansas and I can keep going with it. Absolutely. You've also, you mentioned, been able to suit up with the Lethbridge Bulls in your young career. How fun was that opportunity and being able to suit up for a college ball team uh, in your home province? That was it, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, most of the guys are amazing. And we just, it, we just clicked kind of the first five days we were there and we bonded and it was just a boatload of fun all summer long and it's awesome to play baseball in the summer especially in your home province and it's really fun going back home and playing in front of my family and red deer uh when we play sylvan lake as well so that was fun i was gonna ask about that did you get any kind little ribbing about the fact that you chose lethbridge over maybe going up and and playing with uh, chatwood at the gulls uh i i kind of it was kind of a no-brainer for me to stay here in lethbridge uh Coach Mack has been such a big part of my career, and I wanted to stay stay with him and have him watching me get better and help me out along the way. Uh, obviously, it's fun seeing the old coach across the dugouts, but uh, when it comes to business, I want to beat him as much as I can. Absolutely. So you mentioned the Instagram thing. Were you the one behind the video of the fireworks going off on Canada Day with the walk-off? Uh, I actually... I was the hitter right before that happened, and I struck out. So uh, I was really <laughs> sorry happy to rub that, that in. <laughs> yeah, no, I I didn't care. I was I that was one of the best, coolest moments ever. Just uh, swinging and missing at pitches while fireworks are going on behind me. It was awesome. It was one of the best moments of my life, and I'm never going to forget it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of highlights, you've had uh, quite a few over the course of your career. When you think back on it, maybe is there one or two that really stand out that make you go, I can't believe I got to witness or I got to experience that? So the obviously the Canada Day game at, here in Lethbridge this past year was amazing with the fireworks going on behind, and we walked it off in the in the ninth there. Um personal highlights i would say this past year uh the last season in 2022 we played ufv here at home but we were technically supposed to be away so in the top of the ninth we were down by uh we were down by four and i hit a three-run home run in the top of the ninth and then right after uh riley chalik who's no longer with the team hit a back-to-back -back home run to tie it so that was that was awesome that was surreal and it was one of the better moments of my life as well. Very cool. On the flip side of that, everybody goes through challenges. We always talk about how baseball has that ability of making you kind of come back from, uh, you, you have to learn from disappointment. You have to learn from failure. Talk about some of those bigger challenges that you've had to overcome over the years. Uh, yeah, obviously it's not an easy road when it comes to baseball. There's a lot of failure and such. And uh, in the past, like, uh, a big one that stood out to me was the WCBL season to start the year. I had, after the first month, I was hitting about 140 uh, average-wise, and I kind of sat down with Coach Mack and went, what the heck is going on? I This isn't me. What What's happening? And kind of after that day, we flipped a switch, and I ended up having a better average near the end of the year. I think I hit about 310, but that was definitely one of the biggest struggles of my career and it kind of got me thinking if I was even cut out for this anymore so I, it was definitely nice to overcome that but obviously baseball being a game of a lot of failure it's very difficult and mentally challenging so mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I get the feeling that that might segue into my next question. It's one that we always ask our, our athletic guests anyways, is what kind of advice would you give to those young kids or maybe whether they're starting out a PBA or maybe on the JV team or maybe you're back in Red Deer talking to those kids with the minor ball program there and you get that opportunity to, to give some sage words of advice or wisdom from with 2020 hindsight. What are you saying to them? Uh, just keep going. Don't let anything affect you if you want to do it do it you're you're your biggest enemy out there and if you can do it you can do it so just keep pushing through and trusting what you know and your ability to succeed in the game fantastic stuff well final question for you here carter it's one we ask everyone what does the game of baseball mean to you um if i'm just looking around my room and i could probably say uh, it's everywhere. It's my life. Uh, I don't see myself putting this thing down for a very long time. Uh, I love it and I've loved it since I was two years old and it, it means the world to me and having the success right now is just the best and I want to keep it going, but I know it's not, it's not exactly gonna happen, but as much as it's gonna happen. I'm going to keep pushing and I I love this game and never want to put it down. Well, we hope you don't either for a long time to come, Carter. Congratulations again on all the success you've had at this point. Continued success going forward, not just with PBA, but even further beyond. Really appreciate the time and thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you very much. Anytime. Thanks again to Carter Clarehout for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We're hoping to bring you a couple of more player profiles from the University of Calgary Dinos and Edmonton Collegiate Hawks in the next couple of weeks ahead of the CCBC World Series, which is set from May 18th to 22nd in Lethbridge. We'd also like to tip our caps to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been incredible in their generosity and overall support of what we do at ADS. For more on our teammates head to albertadugoutstories.com slash supporters until next time thank you for all of your support online on social and on air of alberta dugout stories